Hello and welcome to Nolo Time, episode 57. My name is Ovid Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, Nolo Time? Episode 57 here with you. It's going to be a really interesting, different kind of episode, but I'm excited about it, Ovid. Yep, we have a bunch of news because last week was pretty much your, your Comic-Con recap. We yep. didn't get to talk about a lot of the stuff that happened around. Uh, I be personally, dude, I really don't have anything. I've been working a lot. It's been a very challenging couple of weeks. Um, I've been very, very busy at work. Um, but I did get some gaming time over the weekend. I started playing the first Kingdom Hearts on that collection um, on the 1.5, 2.5 HD remix or, or whatever it's called. And it's great because uh, I played Birth by Sleep, right, uh, which was the PSP game. Uh, I played it on the collection. And I found that the game was very, it felt very empty, like the world's world, kind of barren, and, and it didn't, it was a PSP game, right? So I wasn't expecting it to be, you know, glor- you know, this glorious experience. I expecting it to be, you know, something a little bit more streamlined, which it was. Um, and, and it was good. I enjoyed it. But then I went back and I was like, oh, you know what? I really don't have anything like super crazy to play right now. Let's go ahead and start playing the first one because I haven't played it in, uh, dude, since it came out. I I got it when it came out on PS2. I finished it. And then I actually went back to it when I finished Kingdom Hearts 2 and I stopped playing within five minutes because I remember that the camera on that game was not great and it also had a lot of performance issues, a lot of frame rate issues. It was very inconsistent in in a lot of things. So glad to report and happy to report that it's fixed, Joe. They fixed the camera. They fixed the frame rate. It looks really nice. It looks really pretty. Uh, I've been playing a little bit with my daughter here and there because you know it's you know, she loves Donald Duck. So uh, just bring her over. It's like, oh look, it's Donald. He's doing magic, and he's really and she gets really excited whenever Donald starts talking and doing magic. So uh, so that was a, a pretty good experience there. Um, and yeah, it, it's still it's still fun. Um, I I remember it's funny because you you play these games right and then it, as always you like i always say nostalgia glasses you remember them in a certain way in this in this case the one that i'm playing right now is actually better than the version i played back 15 years or so so that made it a lot more enjoyable but in some cases it's not but yeah i mean you remember that they there's some obtuse things here and there like some of the some of the mechanics, like some like like that AP system, I'm not a big fan, and I'm not a big fan of the gummy ship. Uh, no one is. <laughs> like very few people are actually a fan of the gummy ship. Uh, but everything else is fine, man. It's it's still fun. Um, I'm about yeah, I want to say twelve hours into it. I don't know if I'm gonna finish it. I may I may just go for it. Um, I know that Spider Man comes out in a few weeks. I, I may jump into that. I may get it around Christmas. The thing is that Kingdom Hearts three comes in comes out in January, and Resident Evil two comes out in January. So I'm just trying to get as much as I can out of the way, and then you next year's gonna be another. Gonna, crazy. You mean you're not gonna spend your time playing Mafia three? Well, oh yeah, 
<laughs> so Mafia 3 is one of the PS Plus games for August. Dude, I still have Ratchet and Clank and Bloodborne. And actually bought bought the DLC for Bloodborne too. Like, but and, and I, I just man, adult life. Like I to know. be young again. Well, all the time. <laughs> and also I can't play. play games. I, yeah, and, and dude, it's like I feel it. Like I start playing Kingdom Hearts and then um in a, in about an hour or so, I start like my my hand starts hurting, and it's like oh man, I was like I'm getting too You're old for this crap, dude. It's like my re I, so I play Dragon Ball right, and I think my reactions on Dragon Ball are still pretty okay. Like I can still react to stuff on the screen and and not feel ashamed of myself. But then after like I finish I finish a match and I have to grab a napkin or something and, and wipe my hands and snap my fingers again. It's like, dude, I gotta stretch. Like, if I'd be at Evo this weekend, I would be, I would, I would carry a towel with me, not to, <laughs> not to, not, not, not for my sweatiness, right? But for <laughs> my hands. This is a real sweaty right here. Yeah, but it's it, it, not for my face, but my hands get all sweaty <laughs> and cramped up. It's like, it's like I come out, it's just like my hands look like, like freaking hooks or something. So, dude, it's like, don't get old or take your vitamins. You know, take some calcium. You know, last name. Yeah, there you go. And you just be young, and you be young forever. Yeah. That's the trick. Oh, oh. All right. Man, Doctor Nerdlove over here. Get back with the nicknames. Yeah. All right. So what's up, man? Any anything new? Yeah. Uh. Well, definitely since coming back from Comic Con, I'm just trying to recover still you know there's so much fun stuff that was done there and honestly guys i can't wait to go back at some point um it's just it, when it comes around hopefully i get the chance to go back again soon uh you know what i decided to do this coming weekend and i had made plans for it right away was you know what there's a movie coming out and you know me and the movies i tend to go as much as i can so mission possible fallout came out and, and uh, i went that opening weekend to see it Honestly, Obed, I'm just going to jump right into it. I think it is the best Mission Impossible movie I've seen. Obviously, I'm coming off the hype of just seeing the movie, so you know, let it simmer and you know, see how you feel with time. But initial reactions, I was very impressed. It's a very solid, it's a solid movie all around. Um, the acting is solid. The, the arcs are solid. The dialogue is something that's really, uh, really intriguing. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's not going to win an Oscar. I'm not saying like in that regards, um, but you know, there's, it's, it's your cliche, you know, there's bombs and they have to be disarmed. It's mission impossible, right? We, we expect it to be, but they, they take mission impossible and give you all the best parts of it. And uh, it, it's a, it's a really fun, fun movie. I, I would recommend if you haven't seen it to go out and see it, if you can, uh, just if you want to have a fun time before the summer ends, it's a, it's a classic summer flick. And I think, um, you know, if you're missing also that spy genre, this is the movie for you. Henry Cavill, uh, who plays Superman, uh, you know, in this movie, uh, his his character is, is very interesting. You have a lot of very funny scenes that they they utilize him for. Uh, you get that classic from the trailer, you know, where he pops his guns. Uh, you know, the, the fight that sequence, uh, the bathroom sequence. I won't say much, but it is a very fun, hilarious, uh, crazy crazy sequence but it's great um, good good yeah yeah and uh you know <laughs> the stunts in this movie like it's amazing you know we heard tom cruise had you know 
genuinely hurt his his, his ankle um you know with, with that one leap but a lot of the scenes this movie you're like you could have really hurt yourself so I, i'm glad for that classic um stuntman acting that you get out of this movie where i think it's it's just fun just for seeing the stunts and then just seeing the hype all around and the drama of these movies but it's a fun movie Mission Impossible Fall. That's what I did for my week, and that's my big uh, thing there for you guys. But I know we want to jump into some really cool topics because we got a lot of cool stuff to discuss today. Yeah, uh, Joel, and you talked about you talked about it last week. Of course, you told me that I was that I was going to get really hyped for this thing because you saw the Venom trailer over at Comic Con. But then a, a couple of days ago, they went ahead and released it. Uh, but it was of a different version, right? It was a, a yeah, little it's shorter. A, it's a shorter version. So there's there's the same stuff, but we had like full sequences in between for the trailer we saw. Gotcha. Um, but we did get that Venom trailer, uh, second trailer. The first one was like a super teaser. Then we had like a teaser trailer. And this is like a proper full trailer, which it, which we saw a lot of. The symbiote, and you notice that they did say symbiote, not symbiote. Uh, they did fix it. <laughs> Thanks, Sony. Um, it, and and uh, and again, I, I told you that this is this was one of the things that they could just probably fix in, in like an ADR or something. It's like it's not a not a big deal. They can definitely fix it. Uh, good thing that they listened to feedback and and they went back and try to correct some of these things. Um, but Joel, yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty hairy. It looks. Uh, uh, did they already say what the rating for this movie was? Was this a PG thirteen or is it going to be an R rated movie? They haven't said. I thought from the first thing I the first time it was going to be R, but now I'm leaning towards PG thirteen. Um, I, I don't see from what the stuff we saw at Comic Con. I don't see why it'd be R. Uh, you would think if, if we were at Comic-Con, the footage they would show us, you know, you don't hold back. If it's an R-rated movie, there's going to be a lot of language. There's going to be a lot of little things happening there. You know, even from sure. the instances we saw, it didn't seem like anything to me that would push the R limit. That's just my opinion. Could okay. be, you know, until they released it. But I expect PG-13. Yeah, Obed, this trailer was ex majority of the highlight stuff that we saw at Comic-Con. Of course, the main... A money shot at the end that I talked to you about that I talked about here on the podcast. You remember I said you're gonna lose your mind because everyone in Hall H, we were, <laughs> we were. I mean, there was. I thought I was a Spider-Man fan. The guys that were next to me, we were all going crazy about it because I mean, you know, you see the full body of Venom and then you finally get that shot right at the end. You know, we will eat your arms, we will eat your legs, we will eat your face off. You'll curl on like a faceless turd in the wind. It's, who are you? And that <laughs> split of the face. We are Venom, and, and it's cool how it retracts with the teeth and everything. Impressive yeah. CGI done. Uh, Sony did it, for that. That 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 was. It's a hype trailer. I'm not gonna say the movie's gonna be good, but the trailer, the trailer's hype. Yeah, exactly. So based on based on the trailer, I think this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be one of those things that it's gonna be a a, a decent movie. It's not gonna be. It's gonna. It's not gonna blow anyone's socks off. It's gonna be fine. I know that uh, again. Um, uh, Tom Hardy is is a capable actor, and he can carry the movie. Michelle Williams is a great actress; she can carry the movie. I'm glad they didn't show um, uh this this dude from Carnage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Carnage. I don't. Yeah. I'm not so sure so, in this movie right now. So Woody Har Woody Harrelson supposed to be uh, in the movie, and yeah. and he they didn't show him. 
and I appreciate that. Please, Sony, they should not release any more trailers. Like this should be it, yeah, because Sony, the, yeah, Sony has this bad habit of just spoiling movies on their trailers. They're like, they're. I mean, they're not as bad as WB, but they're bad. You know, <laughs> it's not great marketing. Uh, it's, yeah, I mean, uh, is uh, like like I think the per the same person that cut that um, Amazing Spider-Man two trailer cut the um, Justice League trailer or not Justice League Batman v Superman trailer. <laughs> yeah, that's garbage. Oh boy, yeah, Obed. <laughs> I, I'm I I think people want to understand that this movie like don't get your hopes like oh my goodness this trailer looks so good and all this stuff. And I've heard mixed reactions. I actually have seen a lot of negative reactions from people in the the comic book uh you know world from for the for the movie and you know you have to i'm i'm a strong believer in like separating the two i think there's sometimes where when i pull in the comic book conversation into the movies is when something is being done that i consider more offensive not necessarily that you're trying to follow the source material but i believe it's so off that it's not even trying to to be anything of where this thing originated it's just utilizing the name to make a buck like Fantastic Four that I, I've been on the record about for that movie. I feel like you use a name just to make a buck, but the movie has nothing to do with the Fantastic Four. It's, it's a weird whatever. Um, I think with Venom, they are trying to give you something with the source material. I think the only thing that, that that's really weird about it, and they keep marking it as like, we, the, we have a bunch of superheroes. It's time for a villain kind of thing. Obed, I'm sorry. I, I'm not, it's, he's an anti-hero. I mean, he's, He's, you can't yeah. just cut this guy as a villain, and and that's because, with all due respect, this movie would not make money if the movie was literally about this guy like hurting good people. That's not that's not gonna that's not gonna work in Hollywood. It just we just know that. So it's one of those deals that just so happened that he's not a great person. He's not gonna go save the cat in the tree, you know. Yeah, but exactly. he's, he's not gonna save the building that's on fire. But what Venom is gonna do is he's gonna go after some people that are a threat for the greater good um that it just so happens that the symbiote allows him to do this because it, it agrees with him they work in tandem so it could go dark sometimes which is why i believe he could be a villain or some type of role in a, a spider-man movie or kind of put them together that just as he is in the comics but yeah i've seen a lot of mixed reactions to it you know i'm still don't i i never asked for this movie so i'm not going crazy about this movie this is not a movie that i, I desire but it's it's uh, I, I have to give it its due uh, regards, and I have to be genuine about my reaction. And honestly, I I was impressed with this trailer, especially with the voice. Like you were talking about how they did some audio fixes. You know, you know, in the first trailer, we uh -huh. joked about the lady going the symbiote. You know, it's a symbiote, right? Like they fixed that. But also, a lot of people complained, and, and I noticed it was uh, you know, it's kind of hard to make out what Venom was saying sometimes in the first trailer. Yes, and this trailer, yeah. he speaks a lot. Clearer, especially that ending. I'm talking about, you know, each arm. You know, you hear him very a little more clear, a little more eloquent. What he's saying, and I like that they touched it up. So I, I think they're hearing, they're trying to give us a good product. So let's hope, let's be hopeful. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, again, I I think it's going to be okay. I think the movie is going to do fine. It's coming out in a time of the year where it's, it's perfect, right? This is like a spooky anti superhero movie. And you know, releasing it in October, I think it's a it's a not that it's gonna be a surefire hit, but it's a good time, right? Uh, summer movies are done. Um, the the two big Blu-rays that are coming out, uh, Infinity War comes out next week, and then uh, I think the second week in September, Solo comes out, and then so that movie's gonna it's gonna be by itself. 
Yeah. It, you know, in a month where you only have, you know, uh, a sequel reboot and in, in Halloween, and I'm not entirely sure what else comes out in October. So I think this movie is going to do fine. You know? Yeah, I uh, agree. I think, now, not, I think the point about what Obed is also trying to say is it's like this movie should perform well considering that it actually performs to be a good movie. If the movie's hot trash, then it's not going to perform well, but that's not going to be a fault of another movie taking money from it. Like it's it's yeah. been set up for success is really what's happening. So exactly. it really should yeah. succeed. If it doesn't succeed, that's going to be indicative of it not being a good good property. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. But Joe, did you ask for Craven? I didn't ask for that either. And supposedly we're getting that thing. Oh, but I don't know what to make of it. I, I, that one I'm a little more, I'm more upset about than actually Venom because I wanted there to be a a mixture, not the a, a adaptation, but I wanted a, a a sort of screen adaptation of Craven's Last Hunt for uh, an upcoming Spider-Man movie, like maybe the third Spider-Man movie. I wanted that to be kind of a adaptation because that's a, not a comic now fans are, are, are familiar with. Spider-Man fans are. But Craven's Last Hunt is really incredible because this dude literally knows who he is and he's actually hunting the spider. So I wanted to see that. But just making a straight Craven movie without Spider-Man or even if he's in it, but it's from Craven's perspective, I'm not drinking this Kool-Aid. I do not ask for it. It's got the Equalizer uh, um, writer, I think, right for it. Um, so I don't know, bro. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see on that one. It's, it's one of those, again, we didn't ask for it and, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Joel, do you want to talk about, uh, about movie pass? I'm not, I'm not subscribed, but there's some movie pass drama and it's a service that is very popular. And we, we've talked about it. Uh, on and off the podcast, and and we've talked about about it with coworkers, and actually coworkers were, were that's you know where I heard it first, and then uh, I did more research on it. I rarely go to the movies, so I ha I have no value in it. But um, but you have the service, Joel, and uh, this week they ran out of cash and they had to do some damage control. Um, Joel, what's going on with this thing? Oh my goodness. Uh, so with MoviePass having their outage, you know, the last weekend, the opening weekend of Mission Impossible, where I intended to use MoviePass to watch Mission Impossible, and I couldn't do it because the app just completely blacked out that entire movie. I actually didn't show it as an option. Other movies showed it as an option, but that one movie, it didn't. And then um, later on, I'm saying that, you know, in general, just the whole thing just would not work for anybody. Uh, yeah. Them running out of money them having to pull this this side money. I don't know if you remember, um, before any of this happened, people were questioning, and there was actually an economic report put out, I forget, from, from an economist saying, like, hey, this is how long we can predict this company will last, and they didn't predict it to last very long. Um, and MoviePass kind of came out, the you know, the, the leadership executives came out saying, you know, condemning the report and saying that, yes, we can sustain ourselves, we're doing, we're setting ourselves up to, to be here for long term. Um, and in fact, the actual owner of MoviePass set aside this extra, I forget how much millions of dollars on the side to back it up just to make sure that it, it's safe and, and lives. Well, that money had to come through with them actually, you know, not making enough money to to just pay the bills of the movies and operate as a company. I, I have to be honest with you, Obed, I don't think this is going to last long. I would recommend any person who has MoviePass, get your money's worth out of it as quick as you can. Because I don't see this thing lasting that long. I've heard some people say that it may not last until maybe October. It's actually when it's when we're talking about Venom, because it literally might be till October this movie lasts. You can't now. You can't watch um, 
blockbuster movies opening weekend using it. And I'm sure even after opening weekend, you can actually utilize it. The movies you do have access to, it's only going to be limited showtimes actually will allow you before you could pick at any time uh, and limited theaters. That's all the stuff that we were concerned about from the get-go. That's the kind of stuff that doesn't make it as much worth it um, just because of too many factors that I can't control and it's too limiting. And that's what we didn't like about movie pass. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be super liberal. I think there's other things they could have done to make it survive. You and I talked about this. I said, Obed, make it that it only has four movies, uh, three or three to four movies offered a month to give access to. And if you're going to see a blockbuster, yeah. add on a dollar or two to it. Um, you still may, if you watch four movies a month and you add on only one time out of that month, an extra $2 to it, you've already still made your money's worth out of it. And, and, and you're getting a great turn, return on your investment. I, I, I think they, they were too liberal, and we had talked about this before, by trying to be so yeah. free with all these different features and then trying to harness it, pwn it in now is a little too late. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, for example, it's like, say, Netflix, when it released a streaming service um, back in 2007, 2008, maybe, maybe 2006. Um, granted, they only had a you know a bunch of old movies and you know a very few TV series, and this was... Like nothing compared to the Netflix of today, but say for example they they went ahead and and they released Netflix as it is today for seven bucks a you know for the six bucks or seven bucks that they charged back then, um that that was unsustainable right? They, then you got you know, got studio rights, you got a lot of stuff to pay. Then you know a month later you get oh no we need to up it to fifteen or whatever, right? Uh, it was the same thing with Movie Pass. I think they they were too. It, it was it was one of those deals that when I heard about it, it was like too good to be true, and it it it, it was an unsustainable model, and they really damaged themselves with just going at it. It's like so so free, and it's like hey, you can watch a movie a day if you want on you know any anywhere. I think that doing like two movies a week. You know, so a total of, of eight movies a month. Um, I think that would have been a good idea. Just cut back on that, or you know, come back with a more competitive model. It's like charge fifteen dollars uh, for the um, for the subscription service, and then you know, from there they can at least make more money, have it be a little more sustainable. But you know, um, we'll see. I I'm, I'm I, I don't think it's gonna last. Like you said, I don't think it's gonna. If, if they, they need to revamp it in a way that they are going to start impacting customers. And I'm assuming a lot of people are leaving because of, you know, they them cutting back on, on the movie selection. And then we get the news this week with AMC coming with a premium service for $20 a month where you get, uh, is it two, is it three movies a month or three movies a month? Three movies a month, but no restrictions. So this movie could be IMAX, could be 4DX, Dolby, whatever, um, or you know, regular matinee. It doesn't matter. Um, so when 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 there's competition, now they're going to be forced to make the changes. And if they want to continue being a leader on this type of service, they need to adjust, or they're going to go away. Or maybe AMC will just go ahead and buy them and. That's and awesome. have have the AMC movie pass and then do something different with that. And they can have a premium service and they can have, you know, a cheap alternative. So 
I know, and I know. I, I between movie pass, oh, sorry, movie pass, and the AMC uh, stars list. Then uh, the other one that I that I'm I'm greatly looking at uh, is also called Cinemia. So it's about the same price as the AMC one, except instead, and it has the same the exact same thing: no restrictions, no blackouts, uh, any movies. You can actually buy your movies in advance as well. Movie pass you can do until the day of and actually be on property. Cinemia you can do in advance. But um, the awesome thing with also uh cinemia is that compared to amc amc you can only use an amc theaters well what if you live you know not that close to an amc theater and there's something else closer cinemia lets you use any movie theater pretty much i mean there's some restrictions very few very similar to movie pass so there's other options in this kind of competition like you're saying is interesting now see how where this goes and what will movie pass do it's going to be a, a story to watch for a bit but i i forecast not great stuff it is it is definitely um, Joel, we don't have a lot of video game news this week, um, but we do have MPD numbers for June, and sales numbers are are, are important. They're important, right? Give me the numbers, uh, Obed. <laughs> give me the numbers. All right. Well, there's no specific numbers, but um, uh, but the uh, the number one game last month was um, not, or not last month, but the month before, because you know. We're already in August, man. Believe it or not, this is insane. Um, so uh, Mar Mario Tennis, Mario Tennis Aces was the number one game of the month. Uh, God of War was number two. Grand Theft Auto Five, Joel, number three. Why are kids uh, kids keep buying this game? I don't know why. It's like <laughs> I've never been a GTA fan. I, it baffles me. But hey, you know what? To each to each zone, it's fine. Look out, the um, trolls are coming for you. Oh, oh those GTA haters. Like, oh, you can play whatever you want. I don't care. Uh <laughs> 2, Joel, which I didn't even know it had even come out. <laughs> so it's uh it's uh it trended at number four, Far Cry five, number five. And uh I'm just gonna go and do the top ten and then we'll jump to number twenty because that one's interesting. Um Mario Kart eight. Um I heard that this is moving really, really well. So yeah, Nintendo keeps killing it with their uh, with their um, Switch selections. Lego Incredibles, FIFA 18, Crash Bandicoot and Say Trilogy, and this is probably number nine because it came out for Xbox and Switch. Um, in addition to PS4, which has been out uh, for a year already, and Detroit Become Human is at number ten. But Joel, all the way down at number twenty, State of the K2, the game that was supposed to save the Xbox. Uh, a game that was like that was number one in May, and then God of War was number two, and then Xbox fans started celebrating about State of the K2, but then it's number 20 the following month. So uh, that is that. Um, the interesting part of NPD again, Joel, is again, uh, there's growth in the industry, you know, video games keep bringing in more money than uh, movies and music. This is, you know, the number one form of entertainment right now. Um, but what's interesting, Joel, again, from the major consoles, uh, of course, PS4 was again on top, but the number one gaming device for the month was the NES Classic, which was, again, brought back in stock in many places. Um, and I heard today that the number two device was the SNES Mini, which I grabbed one, of course. You can see the box up there, but man, Nintendo was putting this this boxes out, 
and they keep selling out like crazy. And they they are probably this thing's probably cost Nintendo like ten bucks to make, and they sell it as a somewhat premium product. I mean, it's eighty for the SNES, sixty for the NES, with only the one controller. But it's it's incredible to see how well um, people are reacting to these boxes, Joe. And I'm wondering if Nintendo is going to do the same thing with the N64 for Christmas. Well, we haven't heard anything. There were some patents already done, but um, I don't know if there's any concrete plans of bringing an N64 this holiday season, Joe. But what do you think, man, about these boxes? Oh, it's great, dude. I'm 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 all for it, man. I'm. <laughs> kind of contemplating it myself like if they do end up putting those out for the holidays about maybe i sh myself should snag one <laughs> yeah and 64 is harder though man because those those games they 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 haven't aged well uh, most yeah. of them like i mean the super mario 64 and the zeldas and uh you know a few games here and there actually hold up pretty well but you know mario kart and whatnot but then when you start going deep and going into like the golden eyes, and I don't even think Nintendo can do that because of Rare uh, owning um, uh, the, the the title itself. Um, and of course they can't do like Perfect Dark. They can't do, they may be able to do, do Donkey Kong Country, although Rare developed it, but it's Nintendo property. Uh, of course, it's probably not going to have the Banjo-Kazooies because they went to Microsoft when they bought Rare. They, they're in a tough position for the N64. The N64 didn't even have a 300-game library. It was it was pretty small games library. So just picking and choosing some games is probably not going to be a great idea. I, if I would be Nintendo, I would jump straight to GameCube, man. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah, and, and do a GameCube device because the GameCube had enough... Um, properties and enough games to you know keep people entertained and you know with emulation the way it is now they can probably emulate them in hd they look yeah. real nice so if i would nintendo i'd probably do that instead of doing the n64 i don't think it, it's gonna be a great idea because i it, those games don't hold up man they're proud of no. their time so yeah but most of them are good I, I, not most of them again the N64 was a terrible console. <laughs> it only had very, very few games that are, that were actually really good. Everything else was just not necessarily trash, but it was so bloated. Uh, but yeah, man, interesting to see. Um, again, PlayStation's been doing great, and it's like non-stop, and there's no stopping it. And it's probably going to be, again, the highest-selling console in September when Spider-Man comes out and who knows whatever bundles they're going to do too for the holidays. So we'll see how that goes. And then uh, of course, whatever lineup they have for next year, we'll see how that does as well. But man, Microsoft needs something, dude. Do you think yeah. again, we keep thinking, we keep saying 2020, but I think Microsoft's going to be ready to pull the trigger next year, man. <sighs> Sounds like it from this point. And it's sorry yeah. that one game though on the list being at ranked at twenty in sales like that's that's crazy man. That's, yeah, and that that's their only know. exclusive. That's what I'm saying. Games, 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 and you have an exclusive. It's not even top ten. No, it's tough. And it just just game just came out, so that means that 
although sales were from Game Pass, Whew. most likely, and they were counting those sales for um, for the MPD for that month. So yeah, we'll see, dude. Uh, but moving around along, Joe, uh, we're gonna jump in into probably what's gonna be the topic. Of, you know what? Let's save that for last episode nine, Joe. Production sure started. Right. No, no. Okay. Cam- All right. Cameras, cameras are rolling. Cameras are rolling. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm not a crybaby. I'm not a man baby. Like, look, oh, you're doing Star Wars. Let's do a reboot. Like, oh, but I want, I want a t-shirt made. Like, literally says, like, episode nine haters <laughs> are man babies. Episode eight haters. You know? Oh, my goodness. Like, I want one of them. We, we make some of those for no long time. We I know. Sell. We should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I love your, your band babies rants. It's the best. Uh, I look forward to them, actually. Uh, episode nine, rolling out production. And the biggest thing is the cast announcements. Everything sounds exactly what we would expect. Guess what, guys? Rose is back. Uh, like that was a shock, right? No. Um, the SJWs are going to keep ruining Star Wars. No, no Rose, is, Rose yeah. is fine. Rose is fine. Uh, you know... Um, everyone's we, fine. Everyone's fine. It's just it's yeah. nothing to get up in arms about. Uh, we talked about, you know, Broom Kid probably going to be in this movie. I don't think he was on the list, if I'm not mistaken. So that's interesting. He but wasn't, I but... but I, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting some surprises on this one. But the um, biggest I, one, I, I heard. Ah, go ahead, man. No, I, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say the biggest one is uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, that Carrie Fisher is technically part of the cast in this movie because they're gonna reuse old footage. The kicker is, you would think, oh, the footage from the last movie. No, no, no. They're gonna use footage from Episode Seven. So Last Jedi is the one that came out last year. Their movie, they're going to use movie footage from episode seven, which JJ Abrams directed. So they're jumping two movies back to use footage from that of Carrie Fisher for the last movie. That's fascinating to me. Like you said to me, Obed, that probably means that they shot a lot more footage than we know, which was reported on before that Kathleen really butchered up that. And they, they had a lot of creative differences on how to go, but they got a good soft, you know, product at the end. But they had a lot of stuff that was left on the cutting board. That's great to know if they can use it. What are your thoughts, Obed, on that? Yeah, um, and, and it's it's funny because they said on when on the press release that they had thought of recasting uh, Leia, and I had said it on the podcast before. It's like I think the right thing to do is, uh, even though we don't like it, it, would be recasting her. And they did think about it, but you know, if they have footage that they can somehow make it work. Uh, you know, and even if it's footage of her saying stuff and they change the background, right? Because that's something that they can do in After Effects and whatnot. So they that that's probably a lot of what we'll see. We'll see a lot of the, you know, her performance in a different stage or, you know, maybe even wearing different clothes. Maybe we'll just, you know, do like a, a headshot and then just change her attire. I mean, it's it's possible. So uh, I'm I'm happy, and it's gonna be really sad because you know, knowing again, going to the movie theater, knowing that she's no longer there, how you know the same way that 
when I uh, mentioned it on the podcast, when I went to see The Last Jedi during a certain scene, I had to step out because it was, you know, I got a little, a little emotional. It's like, it's like my cool aunt, man, that passed away. It was like, so come on. So I, I'm excited, Joe. Again, Star Wars, I, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite things, dude. No matter what the haters say, no matter what the man babies cry about, it's Star Wars is gonna be Star Wars, dude. I endure Jar Jar. I can endure anything. I'm good. That's a great way to think of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I wish it's like you ruined Star Wars. It's like no, it's been ruined since 1999. It's been it's been ruined since <laughs> it's been ruined since the uh, the Christmas special, which was oh, like 1979 that's a good or whatever. People forget about that one. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, what a doozy. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited about that. But Joe, unfortunately, we are going to talk about some serious stuff now. Um, and we're just, uh, while you were at Comic-Con, uh, news came out about James Gunn getting not, not necessarily fired, but Disney had cut James Gunn's relationship uh, with the studio because of some tweets that he made about 10 years ago, right? Yep, 2009, um, 2010. Yep. 2008. So, yeah, so, it, you know, there were some jokes made that were definitely very inappropriate. Um, you know, again, we're not we're not going to defend or condone uh, what, what was said on those jokes. Uh, they were jokes, um, but we we want to talk about what the reaction overall has been um, concerning this topic. And um, I've seen a, a very you know interesting reaction. I mean, I I okay. So first of all, the um, the thing that I'm gonna say is, if it was not Disney, if this would happen at Paramount or Warner or whatever. Um, he would probably still be in charge of this project. It being Disney is a different story. Um, Disney is a company that, you know, again, haters can say whatever they want about Disney, but Disney is one of, if not the company that takes themselves seriously on anything, on everything they do. Everything they do is serious. They go in 100% on everything. Even if it's flops, it doesn't matter. Like, they knew John Carter was going to be a gigantic flop, and they still put $250 million on that movie or whatever. Um, again, what James said, in my opinion, is inexcusable. Um, I think that Disney being Disney, they did make the right choice. Uh, but I have very heated opinions about people on the internet. But Joel, before I go into that, tell us what you think, man. Um, so I remember when I was at Comic-Con, one of the news broke. And I thought the timing was interesting because I think he actually had posted, James Gunn actually posted on Instagram that he was going to be at Comic-Con. Uh, he put a picture of uh, his the the very famous that you whenever someone comes on to the speak they have their tag name tags is on their San Diego Comic Con with their name and 
that's like a it's a very big thing if you get one of those right because you're a speaker at on a panel and he actually had one of those on, on a table or something in a picture he posted on instagram and said he was bringing he was going to be at comic-con for something people had no clue what you know uh so he wasn't there but the news came out about you know him being essentially removed from a mutual agreement by him being removed from the product project um I'm going to read everything that you said, Obed. It is 110%. I will not, and I, and I make this go, I will not defend or, or make light in any regards any of the stuff he, he said in his tweets. I have literally a screenshot of all the tweets right in front of me. I wouldn't, would never repeat them because it's just that, um, to me, uh, something that's just uh, completely inexcusable and just inappropriate to, to, to you know, my morals, whatnot. It's things you just don't, you don't make jokes about i don't consider it a joke although we're talking about the kinds of how he felt at that time um it it's uh it's it's what i do like is that um with disney doing this you know he did end up putting out a statement um saying that he was apologetic for his remarks and he did not make an excuse for them and he agreed and did not combat like, oh, I should still be doing this. I mean, I don't know how behind the scenes, but at least in the statement and what and how everything appears, um, it seems as if he was just like, you know what, I will step away. I will accept this decision. I understand uh, why you guys are doing this, and I apologize. And I'm going to apologize to the people out there as well. Where he easily could have been, you know, where we see a lot of people who get stuff happen or accusations or you know things that, that are going on in society in 2018 today are being accused of stuff and people immediately try and defend themselves and he didn't do that and i'm very uh i was very impressed with that i want to say that for sure you guys have to say that Robert? no yeah yeah i i totally agree that was yeah. like a you know that was that was the uh you know <laughs> it's it's like that's that's the the correct uh reaction you know it's like hey i messed up i i i admit it i'm sorry and you know let's let's move on i agree um yeah that was that was a correct response um the uh and again uh disney he they get a lot of crap but you know again their reaction was appropriate as well i was gonna say i i completely agree with it honestly actually with with what disney did and I know that's not a popular opinion, but is it the right decision to do it? That's a whole other conversation. I'm not gonna pick a side on this. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna do that on 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 the show here of saying you know he should be back on the role or you know it's he be getting what he deserved. I'm not gonna go on either side of that. I think it's it opens up a dialogue about some more things um, going on right now and the way people respond to things and uh, the actions of what people have done from years ago. You know, it's something that happened over over ten years ago, and you have to ask yourself. It's almost ten years ago, yeah. You're gonna have to, you have to ask yourself, who were you ten years ago as well, right? And, exactly. Um, and, and and social media is a, is a very powerful tool that most people, you know, you live and die by the sword. And I saw someone actually post saying, you know, he 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 lived by the sword. If you saw how he used social media, even today, not today, but you know, before he he disconnected his account, the way he utilized it. And then the way he used it when he first began on social media, we're talking about those 10 years ago or so uh, when he was putting out these things, he changed uh, and, and and we see that. However, um, it's it's interesting how to see some of the stuff that even he himself said about other people being accused of things and see what happened to himself. And I don't mean that to take, to, to, to take hits at the person because I don't know the man. 
Um, so with the statements that he said, that's a joke. I think it would be premature of me to go. He was just joking, whatever I shoot. I mean, we're recording this on August the 2nd, uh, you know, in a matter of hours or even a matter of weeks or a matter of months, something else could, ha- could come up that I had no clue about. So I'm not going to pretend like I know this guy, like he's my best friend. And I knew, I don't know. I know what I see. Uh, and I know how I feel that's interesting though. Obed, I want to jump into this part is that, uh, you know, Disney did know what his history was before he came in. Yeah. Uh, he, if you knew, if you were familiar, uh, you know, look up some of the things that he did. It was, it's not, let's put it this way, it's not what you consider classic Disney. <laughs> if you like some things not. Part of, it's, not you even, it's not even classic Marvel. <laughs> not even classic Marvel. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's different. Um, so you, there's internet thing. You can look into that if you know what I'm talking about. Um, with that being said, I believe, the thing about Marvel is that they bring in people that they believe will do the best job with the property. And James Gunn did that. He did a good job on the properties. So, you know, even Edgar Wright, you know, uh, you know, when they brought him, I remember it was like people like, this is an obscure, different kind of actor. And he was going to do Ant-Man and sorry, director rather. Um, but I think Marvel's trying to get talented people that are going to tell stories in the ways that, and the, the, the type of movies that they, they want to do. And James Gunn gave them what they wanted. I believe that what they what he gave them is exactly what Marvel wanted for that type of franchise. They wanted it to be a certain type of comedy, a certain type of style. So he did what he did there. But um, it's going to be different now because he's not going to be reinstated as reports are coming out. I don't yep. see why Disney would reverse it. There's a little bit of politics involved there. There's a little bit of pride. But I also believe that there's also a little bit of the sense of, you know, Bob Iger may indeed run for president. He doesn't want to have this on his back of his head. Not going to get into politics, but I'm just saying it's an interesting thing to we think about all these factors involved. Um, and uh, it's it's interesting how the cast they rallied behind him and they said that we want him to be back and reinstated. Um, their statement is interesting, and I think it'd be good for people to read it. Uh, with an open mind and just see where they're coming from, from the experiences they had, where they actually did know the man. Absolutely. Um, and it's interesting to think about also evaluating yourself as some things you may have done years ago. It just makes you think about where we are today and how we can change and how we can become better and how we can do things better so that we can progress as a society. Um, but I mean, I have to say to you, Obed, like, Social media, even just 10 years ago, what if social media would have been around even 20 or 30 years ago? And you think about people like Robert Downey Jr. Whoa. I said this to you. I think I said Robert yeah. Downey Jr. had a very troubled past. I mean, I don't know this. I'm just saying hypothetically, like maybe if, if Twitter was a thing when he was a young person, maybe he never would have been Iron Man because he did have a very troubled past. He's a different man than he is today. Absolutely. And he uses that social media very differently. And he doesn't really use He has his team really use it. But it's a it's a tool that can you know live and die by the sword like we're saying. So um, I'm not gonna pick a side on this, but that's how I feel about Obed. Anything else you gotta say? Yeah, I know. I I read the statement that the cast um, released, and uh, I mean they they knew him, and 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 Disney is not saying he's a terrible person and he did these things. Absolutely not, right? You know, it was jokes that he made that were extremely inappropriate and. Disney being a, a family-centric, uh, again, a company that takes itself very seriously, decided to, you know, amicably, you know, split ways, basically. And that's that's what happened. Um, I know that fans are roaring. It's like, oh, no, bring him back. Um, 
I just want to point out, Joel, because I've talked about it on the on the show, touched about it a little bit, um, but we, we see a lot of, like, the same people that harp on certain individuals started defending James Gunn. And people that try to bury other, you know, internet personalities for jokes that are, like, a... a like an, an infinite time smaller than this joke like like not it's not even like you can't even not can't even they're not even on the same scale right they're completely different jokes get you know people do this this attacks and and they try to ruin their lives or whatever uh luckily some of those people are doing way better now before than than what they were doing before but we see, we saw some of the, some of that people, some of the, the some of those individuals, um, um, defend James Gunn and defend uh, the the jokes. I was like, oh no, this was jokes done ten years ago. La la la. People change. Yeah, people change, and that's fine. And and he probably changed. I mean, he's just changed. after the success of these two movies, he's still probably a changed individual. And I mean, but at the same time, you know, you're. You're 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 rating you're grading two people with two different you know metrics and it's like every, uh, yeah thanks Joe I'm sorry I'm gonna say thanks, it. it's, it's, it's thanks, critical so yeah. I mean we saw we saw some uh, people trying to, to defend this and whereas uh, other internet personalities get you know harped on and and, and attacked for you know meaningless jokes basically uh and i was really upset over that and i told you that and then it's funny because we saw some of that reaction again online um uh, but i just want to i just want to end it you know saying that uh, i know that james gunn's gonna probably do a dc movie now and it's gonna be great that <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. girl oh <laughs> uh, no he's gonna do he's gonna do a random one He's gonna, probably going to pick something, or he's right. You know what? With with the type of movie he pulled off on, you know, with the first Guardians of the Galaxy, he may get the next Justice League. Who knows? You know, Suicide Squad uh, or Suicide Squad, exactly. And I, I think he would be the perfect guy. You know, who knows? And and I th I know that Disney is they they have no problems finding uh, a director. That could, carry the, that could carry you know guardians 3 look at ant-man everyone thought it was going to be a, a nightmare and a mess it, it turned out to be great um you know they're not going to have any trouble finding a substitute uh james gunn is probably going to take some time off and then do some other things with a different studio and I know he's gonna do well. I know. I know he's a good guy. It's just that you know, it's unfortunate that what's what you say on the internet's there forever, and you have to be mindful of that. It's something that um, that we talk about. It's something that I've been cautious throughout my life, and you know, I may have a couple things here and there because I've been online, you know, for twenty two, twenty three years, but. Uh, you just have to be careful, right? And it's that piece of advice that it's funny because at our workplace we get interns and you know we talk to them as like, hey, you know, you want a piece of advice from the IT guy? Don't 
don't say crap on social media because it's going to be out there forever. So it's uh, my piece of advice. Uh, but yeah, Joe, I mean, I know, I know that, you know, it, it's unfortunate, uh, you know, again, we're not condoning the, the jokes because they are pretty terrible jokes. I mean, like, like you said, it's something that we, uh, I wouldn't say it on the podcast. I, I would probably even say joking around. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it period. I'm just going to be yeah. that blunt. I literally have them in front of me here and I'm like, I would, there's several of them here. I'm like, wow. Ouch. Um, so yeah, but also I think the point that you also were saying about the whole like the inner personality and just stuff we're talking about, you know, hypocrisy and whatnot. It's important for you to understand you know, if you're gonna have a specific standard to stick to it. I think Disney, that's what they did here. That they've they, they've made it clear that you know with where Disney is now, and mind you, Disney has had issues in their past. Like there's some look into old oh, yeah. Disney history. Some <laughs> stuff they did that was really jacked up. That people are trying to throw in their face now because of the thing with Jane Gunn. Like, oh, breaking news, Disney fires Disney for this terrible thing they did years ago. But I think it's important to understand with Disney and the people that are in charge now, they want to make it clear this is who our identity is. We're not – we don't – we want – they've wiped those even those other things off the slate from their past. They want to get rid of that, and they want to be consistent. That's what I'm talking about. The same thing with the people who are on the internet maybe who are saying things about – you know, James Gunn or another inner personality, whatever. We're talking about having this standard. It's talking about having this this understanding of like, hey, if you're gonna say this thing, don't don't come down on this person, not come down on this person. You know, be level headed, be have an understanding here, but uh, but keep a consistency in your standards. And uh, I think that in just in life in general, that would get you out of people have a lot of trouble and make people a lot more at peace. So that's just my little two cents there <laughs> yeah yeah like you said people throw a lot of crap on disney because of song of the south or some of the other stuff that disney's done in the past you need to remember that these are you know uh projects and, and movies and things that are done in a specific time it, you know in a specific they they they, be, they they represent a specific era right um and disney has done a great job in my opinion of trying to sort of erase that like you can't even get song of the south on like on anything right only thing you can get is probably a vhs copy from japan or something seriously yep. yeah it's that like the movie is like pretty much they don't even acknowledge that the movie is was you know was released and yep. you know they have some other like early black and white mickey mouse stuff that is like you know <laughs> that's not gonna fly today but it's like it probably flew back in 1932 so it's not the same thing right it's like saying it's like oh no uh you know i'm not gonna buy a volkswagen because the nazis use volkswagens it's like come on i mean it's a this is a different era and they've wiped that away they're being consistent today and if they did exactly. if they were repeating the same stuff from 1932 that'd be a different conversation but they're making it clear today this is who disney is today so i think people need to have an understanding of that too yeah exactly so um yeah i mean they 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 split it was it was amicable you know and he 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 admitted to his mistake which is the you know the right thing to do he apologized for something he made 10 years ago. That's so stupid. But, you know, again, it was the right thing to do. Um, and, yeah, uh, he's going to land on his feet. He's ha he's not going to have any trouble finding work out there. He's going to be just fine. But uh, that's what I got with that, Joel. I don't know if you have anything else for tonight, but I am ready to hit the bed, dude. <laughs> 
Man, oh, it's man. been it's been two weeks, dude. This it's like work has been ah, pretty exhausting. So well, I'm looking I'm forward. You- I'm looking forward to my week, and I earned it. Good. You can enjoy your weekend, Obed. Watch some movies, play some games. I shall get refreshed, do some good stuff. Guys, it is a pleasure as always to have you listen to us here on No Load Time. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen, to to watch. We want to make sure you stay connected with us. You can always use another friend, right? So go ahead and follow No Load Time on social media, at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. You can also make sure to say subscribe so you get the latest and greatest here from No Load Time in our episodes. So we're on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to us on YouTube as well on our channel. Uh, if you are a iTunes subscriber, please drop us a review. That helps us out. If you're someone who's uh, watching our YouTubes, like it, share it with friends. Also, we want to encourage you guys that you can stay uh, in communication with us even by via email. So shoot an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. It's noloadtime at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, we, we always look forward to hearing any questions, comments, feedback. You know, especially with today and this episode, and there's always great future episodes, some ideas you might have. We're always welcome to it. We appreciate to hear your feedback, so shoot us an email if you want. But we always look forward to seeing you guys in our next episode. It's always going to be fun. Thanks for joining us, and we look forward to next time. Yeah, definitely, guys. Thank you for joining us. And like Joel, like what Joel said, send us some feedback. Send us an email. Uh, let us know how we're doing. And you know, send us a topic. Like if you if you like something that that we that you want us to talk about in uh, in the podcast, uh, send it in, and we'll definitely take a look. And if it's appropriate, we'll talk about it. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Can't be one of those jokes, Joe. Can't be one of those. <laughs> Oof. Ouch, man. All right. Uh, well, you guys uh, enjoy the rest of the week, and we will see you again next time.